What's up, everybody out there? This is Ogilby Straight. This is the Experimentalist Podcast. I don't know what number it is. It doesn't really matter. Um, just glad to be, co- re- re- be, be recording, trying to speak, listening to things. You know the deal, possibly. Everything's so random <laughs> right now. Um... This episode is, speaking of randomness, it could be all over the place. This past week has been uh, somewhat of an emotional roller coaster for me, for some friends of mine, um, for, who knows, a lot of people out there, I'm sure. Um, A lot of weeks, a lot of months and days are emotional journeys down numerous amounts of rabbit holes that could go any direction. If you're thinking about Alice in Wonderland, um, a lot of crazy things happened down there once she fell down that rabbit hole. Um, But I think ultimately, no matter how scary or weird it was, ultimately she grew from it and probably looked at the whole experience as a positive thing and that's really what you just gotta do in life Um, hopefully you're lucky like I am to have a few good friends and family members out there that will step up to the plate when it is absolutely needed and provide some guidance and a listening ear and all of that stuff and just basically like love and understanding it's crucial to survival and I I just want to thank the good friends and family that I have and, and everybody like If you're listening to this podcast, I'm thanking you too, because that's all part of the uh, emotional ups and downs. You're in there with me, and we're figuring out all this stuff together. So anyway, um, I kind of wanted to start up this music, so uh, it's already got into this weirder part. So let me just bring it up. We'll see what's going on. I'll reconfigure what's what I'm trying to say. And we'll get into some other stuff here in just a second. So let's check out a few tunes. And I'll be right back in just a minute. Wow. Thank you. 
Alright, so... Alright, so this week, um, I'm sort of struggling even to, to decide to say what really went on, but I'll just do it because it, it basically some of the stories or things that I'm going to bring up in a little bit, um, earlier in the week, it was, um, kind of, I was dealing with certain things and it was, I was kind of confused and all over the place. And then uh, I had a, f- a few things happen. Well, basically, so I was feeling kind of messed up. And I also had a, a medical procedure that I had to do right to get an MRI scan of my brain because I'm dealing slightly with MS related symptoms and things like that. And, um, I have been for years, since 2008, and I've been on medication for that What for since that time or whatever, but I wasn't completely sold on the diagnosis. I was skeptical of doctors and um, their connection with the drug companies and how they were paid to promote certain drugs and the initial diagnosis of my MS it took me as a shock and I immediately believed the doctor but um, after a while of dealing with that office and finding out information about the doctor I sort of came to a suspicious conclusion that it may not have been totally accurate, his diagnosis. And so I tried this thing where I went off my medication for something like seven months, and I was going to do another MRI after that just to see if anything happened. Well, I did that seven-month trial. I got the MRI, and the results were actually really bad, Um, much worse than anything before. So um, it was a kind of a weird situation to see, to see the results on a screen and see mainly like the left portion of my brain, which um, can control certain things like language and understanding and, and vocabulary and things like that. So that comes into play because I'm I started up this show and I'm trying to talk about things I'm trying to get down into what I'm what the next whole phase of life is going to be and all that stuff so um, I was sort of confused and trying to uh, at the same time um, before even going there I was uh, I'm ju- I was just contemplating um, the the strength of my own mind and my own thoughts feeling like I can't come to conclusions on subjects a lot of times because of probably a fear of getting attacked from some other side so that is a common theme that I've been um, dealing with and trying to write about and just think about it all times 
So, anyway, um, I'm going to go jump back into the music here. That's kind of where we're starting. And then I'm going to just kind of start going back through some of the stuff that happened. And that's, I, I wanted to just bring that up because that's why if the tone shifts later in the show, um, it's because I got these results and um, actually some pretty decent stuff happened. So let's... Uh, kick it back into some of the jams and I'm gonna pull up uh, some of the stuff that I was jotting down and see what we can get into so um, check it out What is up with this world? I'm going to say a few statements, and then we're going to look at them and see what the deal is. I'm not saying that I agree with them or believe them, we'll just see. I have this theory that everything, everything that exists that we know about has at least two sides to it. Every statement can be thought about in two different ways, and that's what makes it hard to progress as a human being. If you take the time to think about both sides, you end up seeing how both can be valid, and it's very tough to take a stance on any issue. And then you have to decide what you believe to progress, right? That'll be the first statement. You have to pick sides. But do you have to progress? I would argue at this point that you do have to, but let's just start with the first thing, picking sides. This will have to be something of some consequence. It can't just be junk food is bad. Or is it? I mean, of course it's bad, but eating the occasional ice cream cone could be extremely beneficial. If you eat some ice cream and it, and, and it unlocks this fantastic feeling of happiness and enjoyment, and you realize that you're an organism with free will and you just use that power, and now you go out and you spread a little extra joy to the people around you for the remainder of the afternoon, of course that junk food's not bad. At a certain point, though, you have to pick sides. Either you don't care about the effect that the fat and the sugar content of the ice cream, what that has on your body physically, mentally, nutritionally, and you know, you'll just eat ice cream every time you need that carefree feeling, or you draw a line in the sand and determine that junk food is pretty bad for you and you um, only eat it on a very infrequent whim and reap that strange benefit as it happens. What 
might also happen there is a feeling of guilt that exists in there with junk food that it is evil and should be avoided at all costs. But that just increases the level of guilty feelings if you fall under its power. I know I'm starting to unravel under this first statement, which was just supposed to be an example of a statement that we weren't going to use, but 35 minutes ago, I ate a half pint of Oreo cookie gelato, and it was so good that I didn't put it down. I meant to go in for a bite just because I had a brief sweet tooth moment, opened the freezer, saw that creamy goodness, and it hadn't been touched in so long. So I opened the container, grabbed a spoon. At that moment, it had been in there a while, so it was pretty frozen. So I decided to lightly pick at it until it softened up. At which point, I'd take one or two nice, satisfying bites and be done. So to get to that point, I sat down for a moment, began watching this thing with a guy who wanted to join an already established band, and I kind of got into that. This guy had a saxophone from when he was a few years younger. He didn't play it much, but the other members of the band, who were friends of his, appeared to be having such a good time playing music. He talked to them and asked about joining in on a rehearsal, and they obliged. Then, during that rehearsal, he couldn't really hold up with the other players. He knew he wasn't great, but Unfortunately, he didn't know how bad. One of the other musicians had a one-on-one session with him and gently as possible broke the news, but she said she would work with him in private. They would have separate lessons two times a week other than the band rehearsal, and hopefully by the time the next gig rolled around, he'd be at the very least at a level where he'd be able to sit in on a few tunes. He thought that sounded great, and he was so thankful. When the first private lesson rolled around, he wasn't any more prepared, and she said, you know, you've, you've got to take this seriously. You've got to practice on your own, too. There's a lot of ground we need to cover in the next couple weeks. He nodded, and they broke for the day. Then in the meantime, he went back to this room and started playing a basketball arcade-style game. You know, one of those at the beach or in a Chuck E. Cheese where you have to have like a minute to make as many baskets as you can. Well, he was playing that in his free time instead of practicing the sax, and he got so good at that game. By the time of the gig, on the game he wasn't missing a single shot, in the minute the game was running, 
but he still couldn't play a lick on the saxophone. Luckily, the sound of the machine when he would make a basket was really cool, and it was in tune with the band, so it turned out that they just moved the basketball game onto the stage, and during one of their hit songs, he would just make baskets and the crowd went nuts. By that time, I was done with the whole pint. And I was kind of feeling that the gelato was like my own basketball game. I was getting good at crushing those pints, but I couldn't crush a B-flat minor scale. And that was a big moment for me. I turned off the cartoon, because it was done. I threw out the carton, because it was done. And I started on this journey to learn B-flat minor. Natural, harmonic, and melodic minor. So yeah, like I said before, junk food helps you get there. And cartoons still have valuable lessons. I still have to dive more into the concept of taking stances. It's all about the knowledge that you know what you know. Take that stance, and if new information comes around, somebody adds to your existing interpretation of life, and it changes your stance, so be it. Accept that, and thank the dude, knowing that you're smarter, and they just hooked you up. Even if that comes from some kid's cartoon and some milk and cookies, you're now just a little bit better. Keep going. crazy. Everything that goes down is crazy and insane at some level. Look at anything. What is that out there? The mailman? Perfect example. There are mailmen and male women in every town and city in the whole country. Not only is that kind of crazy because we don't really need mail anymore, but people choose to do that job. Actually, the job doesn't seem too bad. You chill in a little truck all day that you get to drive on the right side of. I almost said the wrong side, but it's literally the right side. And you bring things to people every day. Granted, it's usually all junk. That could affect your mental stability at times. I don't know, it's weird. There's garbage men that haul your trash away every week. And then there's mailmen who bring it back in small doses every single day. Do they feel that cycle happening? 
There's also that thing about protective dogs chomping at your heels as you try to escape through the flower bed getting soaked by the sprinkler system that they have set for the exact same time that you arrive every day. And I don't want to... I actually don't want to put down the whole idea of a certain group of people's jobs. I think that's what I'm talking about. I can say mailman. Crazy, huh? And that immediately separates people into two camps. Those who agree and want to talk smack and crack jokes about these most likely lovely individuals, or probably mailmen wanting to defend themselves in the job that they do. So if I'm a person who said that thing, I gotta take a stand and chance offending one whole group. And let's say I take a stab at cracking a few jokes about the pointless and insane concept that we still employ tens of thousands of mailmen, then mailmen hate me and also assume that my jokes were shitty as hell, so even this on the side that's on my side has haters too. Why's everyone gotta jump to hating all the time? That's really the thing. Why isn't there a popular slogan like, lovers gotta love? Is it so hard to check things out and see what you like or love about it first? Can't you try that before criticizing everything and figuring out what you hate about it? Man, I hate that. So yeah, like I said before, it's all kind of crazy. Last weekend, I found myself in Virginia Beach, and I had a good day. It was partially due to this new medication that I started that day. Heavy doses of steroids. They have side effects where I could get nauseous, gain weight, get stomach ulcers, and have insomnia. On that first day, the side effects were that I felt great. I went to a driving range and hit almost 200 balls. And I wasn't tired. I didn't get sore at all. My heart was beating a little faster than normal, but I was relaxed. I had to dose on those roids all day, too. So 
that feeling just lasted well into the night too. It was interesting because I have been having a sort of insomnia, but it's uncharacteristically lovely. I can fall asleep shortly before or shortly after going to bed, but when I wake up, I can just lie there and feel very close to what I would call being at peace. It just doesn't matter. Any of those nights where you can't sleep and you're trying all types of things to clear your mind and all you can think about is how exhausted you'll be the next morning if you can't force yourself to pass out and the night just plods along at a snail's pace. This doesn't happen. I'm more than happy to lay awake and feel the comfort of the bed and the blankets and the pillows. Sleeping would be fine too, but this is equally as gratifying. So that night, I was awake for a while until I realized that the room was slowly changing color. All night long, the room looked like a film noir set with orange light fixtures. The street lamps outside on the boardwalk were individually pretty dim, but there were dozens of them within lighting distance from our window. We had the blinds partially closed, which allowed different sizes, shapes, and lengths of reddish-orange lines to cover the ceiling and walls. Early in the morning, that scene started to shift. Natural light was diffusing the electric beams with the most subtle power. It was almost unrecognizable. At that time, I decided to get up and sit outside on the balcony. The sun wouldn't break the surface of the horizon for another half hour, but this was just the right time to start watching the world in motion. Immediately as I stepped out to the ledge and quietly closed the sliding glass door behind me, a man in a wetsuit carrying a long board passed below me heading toward the ocean. I scanned the entire visible beach in front of me and it was empty. This would be the first being to step foot on the sand this morning and I was there to witness it. That's how I felt. It's sometime people's job to do something and some one else's job to see it. That's how the world knows what's going on. Before he made it 
even 10 steps from the boardwalk to the sand, I looked out ahead of him all the way to the water. That's when I noticed a body-like shape just on the edge of the shoreline. I could tell that it was a beached animal, probably a dolphin. But in the dark gray morning light, it looked more like a baby orca whale. The man continued a straight line toward the ocean. It wasn't until he was several yards away from the animal that his stride altered. It sort of hiccuped for a moment, then continued at half the speed. He approached the animal and stopped, stared at it for nearly five minutes. Then he made a 90-degree turn, walked about 100 yards down the shore before entering the water and facing the waves. Now, I thought all of this time that he was a surfer, but that was not the case. He was actually carrying a paddleboard. And I just have to say that it was truly an amazing sight to see once he was able to push his way through the rough waves coming in. He stood up on top of the board and just stood there on top of the ocean, I'm sure contemplating so many things, or maybe just feeling completely free, alone and undisturbed, basically on top of the world. I did take some time to recognize the incredible juxtaposition of an animal that lives in the sea trading places with a human, both beings adventuring into a territory where if they're not prepared, they would not survive. I wondered if the dolphin, and it did turn out to be a dolphin, if it drifted off from its clan to test the waters, I guess in the opposite direction. The exhilaration that we feel tackling the waves, whatever those combinations of universal and gravitational forces are, and treading out in an area that we don't necessarily belong. You know, they say dolphins are very similar to humans in a lot of ways. Could there be an individual in that world that decides to check out what else might lie beyond the trappings of the water? I mean, they come up above the surface to breathe. What beside instinct would tell them that the land would be certain death? Yet a man standing before the break of sunlight on top of the rippling ocean is not without his risks. If he slipped and fell or got pulled under by something random swimming by, who in that situation would be there to help? But I'm positive that for that individual, that's not even a thought in his mind. How could it be? He has long conquered that need to be watched, looked after, shielded by the worries of any other being on this planet. He's just out there, standing on the water, waiting for the sun to rise.
All right, everybody. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for checking in and listening to it, if you did so. Um, I do want to mention, I forgot to mention this at the beginning, but I'm on a new uh, website or platform or something like that. I'm not totally sure what it is just yet, but um, it's a website called Stitcher or an app called Stitcher. It's made specifically for podcasts, I believe. I'm still checking into it to see exactly what the deal is with it. But it's kind of cool because you can, if you are um, looking into trying to find out about more podcasts and things like that, you can kind of customize your own layout where you put in your favorites, like what podcasts you like. And then it will, it has like a smart station type of thing where it will put other podcasts and different things like that in there. There's lectures and there's all kinds of things in there and some are short, some are long. Um, it's kind of got everything, but it's cool because it, it helps you branch out and get, helps you get deeper into the podcast world and um, finding out about whole tons and bunches of other things that are going out there. It's really pretty sweet. So um, Stitcher just put me on there. And if you want to check it out, it's an app you can put on your phone. So you can, anytime you're going anywhere, if you're going to the gym or something like that, or, or um, it's like springtime now, if you're working out in the yard, just like plug your phone into your ears click on stitcher and it'll just run through shows non-stop you don't even have to think about it anymore so um if you want check add me to your list on there you basically just set up a favorites thing and just add whatever you want to hear it's pretty cool so i'm excited about that and um yeah so i don't really know what else to say just um everybody enjoy yourself try to push the boundaries of who you are like that that's what i'm really trying to do there's weird events that just happen in your life like this one that previously happened to me where i just got a a pure medical vision of my own inner self destroying my own brain and um you still want to have some sort of control over that stuff and i think you can it just is about understanding yourself and dealing with the, the uncertainties and the fears that are out there. That's kind of what all this discussion and the music playing and all that stuff is leading toward. So, um, yeah, next week we'll get into some more stuff. Thanks again for listening, and everybody, peace.